discussing, we're all trying to figure it out. How can the Democrats move Joe Biden? What can they do about this Joe Biden problem? Got a little more insight into that today here on this Tuesday, February 13th, 2024, InfoWars War Room Election Headquarters Transmission. With 266 days left till the election, this is your election headquarters. It's the fastest three in, uh, hours on the Internet, and it starts now. I've got a stack of news on Joe Biden, and I talked about this yesterday. I did a whole two-hour stream on this last night because I'm really trying to figure it out. What is the Democrats' plan to remove Joe Biden? And I look at all the anomalies. Like, well, why would they be campaigning and raising funds for Joe right now if they were just going to oust him in the end? Bill Clinton campaigning, Barack Obama campaigning, raising funds for Joe Biden. The Democrats all saying we're all behind Joe. It doesn't make any sense to me. But then you've got the special counsel report. You've got Joe Biden fumbling and bumbling. You've got the bad policy that they can all blame on him. And then you have Joe saying, I'm not going anywhere. You have other news stories today saying Joe is the one. Stop with the conspiracy theories. But if they're going to remove Joe Biden, I think one thing is clear. They're going to need his cooperation. They're going to need his consent. So how can they do that? I think I've got the idea. I think there's a clear path to this now for the Democrats. And we're going to discuss that with all the other news. Then on the other side. There's Donald Trump, who they're just trying to overtly remove from the election. And there's some big developments happening now on their four cases against Trump, all having uh, major impactful moments this week and last. So they're going to have to subtly remove Joe, but they're going to have to not so subtly remove Donald Trump. And so we're going to get into all of that today. And then the latest border numbers, huh. You know, hate to say I told you so, barely even says it. And we can congratulate Greg Abbott on good rhetoric, and we can congratulate Greg Abbott on saying some good things and doing some good things, but what, what did I say the ultimate tell would be, will the numbers actually go down? Well, the latest numbers are in, ladies and gentlemen. They've not gone down. They've gone up. They've gone up. So, and I'm usually the guy when we get people that, that maybe we're cynical about or skeptical of when they do the right thing and say the right thing. I'm normally the guy that says, hey, let's give them some love. Let's show them some support. But with the Abbott situation, I've been around the block a few too many times here. And... So he's said a lot of good things. He's done a lot of good things. But what is the result? Nothing. And the latest numbers now prove it. As we are now on pace, we are now on pace for the most illegal immigrants crossing the border in one year so far in 2024, which is just par for the course because that record was set in Joe Biden's first year. In 2021, Joe Biden's second year in 2022 and then last year. So the Biden administration has set a record every single year for illegal immigrants crossing the border. And they're set to do it again. They're on pace to do it again. And the latest numbers are actually 
I mean, we'll we'll do the math on what we're on pace for, but th- this would be like. This would be like a major league ball player on pace to hit 162 home runs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, folks, it, it's unbelievable. And just like we said, well, maybe they don't come to Texas. They'll just find another way to get in. And that's exactly what they're doing. So we got all of that and more coming up today on the InfoWars War Room Election Headquarters. Brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have... We promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. Because people loved it so much, they had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. Topics of conversation. What are the Democrats going to do about their Joe Biden problem? And I've spent a long time thinking about this, pontificating on this, broadcasting about this, taking calls on this. I did it again for two hours last night on a rumble stream. I've been reading all the different angles, listening to all the different experts. And and while still today, if I had to make a bet who's going to be the Democrat nominee, I'd probably still bet Joe Biden. However, that's if I was forced to make a bet. And Biden, I would still say, is the front runner. But clearly there is an agenda to remove Joe Biden. Clearly, there is a necessity to remove Joe Biden. But what's the catch? You would need Joe Biden's consent to do it. And so there's going to be a lot of underhanded and undermining activity going on inside the Democrat Party and inside the Biden administration until August 19th, which is the DNC in Chicago, Illinois. And it's going to have to all be done before then, I would say. I don't think they can switch after the nomination. It'd be too late at that point. It'd be way too damaging, way too risky. So I would say the Democrats 
if they're going to remove Joe Biden, it's going to have to be before August 19th, and they're going to have to have Joe Biden's consent to, to do it. I, I don't think they can bet on Joe Biden having some sort of a negative health catastrophe before then. That's too unpredictable. There's no control over that. So they're going to need to be in control of this situation. And their plans to get Donald Trump off the ballot are not going so well. So they're going to have to find a viable candidate, and it's not Joe Biden. And then, of course, it's starting to make the national news how there's all this infighting inside the Biden administration. Nobody likes Kamala Harris. Nobody can stand Joe Biden. This is the New York Post front page. Biden team at each other's throats over border bungling. Aides throw bitch ass rivals under bus. Kamala Harris inept dodges blame. So, so imagine, imagine the catastrophe that's going on inside the Democrat party right now. Somebody's loving it. Somebody's loving the absolute destruction internally of the Biden administration. It might be Barack Obama, but somebody's loving this. And imagine Kamala Harris with her, with her arrogance and she's feeling it. She's thinking she's about to be the president of the United States. And they might have to cut a deal with Kamala to eventually get Joe out. They probably don't want to run Kamala, but they might have to cut some deal and say, well, you might have to be the president for a couple months, but we're not, we're not running you. You're, you're not campaigning for president. That, that's a disaster. You're, you're nowhere near competent enough for that. But they might need her cooperation. And remember, it was Kamala Harris that accused Joe Biden of being an avid racist during the Democrat debates in 2020. So there's probably still some lingering animosity there. I mean, I don't know, unless Democrats just accuse people of being a racist and don't really mean it. Maybe that's what it is. But no, Kamala Harris said Joe Biden was an avid racist. Said it was because of Joe Biden that uh girls that looked like her couldn't ride the school bus. So maybe there's some lingering animosity there. But she's ready. She says, Kamala Harris says, I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to get down on my knees and serve. Kamala Harris attacks Joe Biden's record on busing and working with segregationists and vicious exchange, exchange with Biden at Democrat debate. So there could be a deal cut here where Kamala gets to claim first female president, takes part in the ouster of Joe Biden, and then the Democrats get to run an actual viable candidate like Gavin Newsom. That might be their pipe dream. But how do they get Joe Biden to go along with it? You've got stories all over the news. Figure it out. 
how can the Democrats lose Joe Biden? What can they do about their Joe Biden problem? Got a little more insight into that today here on this Tuesday, February 13th, 2024, InfoWars War Room Election Headquarters Transmission. With 266 days left till the election, this is your election headquarters. It's the fastest three in, uh, hours on the Internet, and it starts now. I've got a stack of news on Joe Biden, and I talked about this yesterday. I did a whole two-hour stream on this last night because I'm really trying to figure it out. What is the Democrats' plan to remove Joe Biden? And I look at all the anomalies. Like, well, why would they be campaigning and raising funds for Joe right now if they were just going to oust him in the end? Bill Clinton campaigning, Barack Obama campaigning, raising funds for Joe Biden. The Democrats all saying we're all behind Joe. It doesn't make any sense to me. But then you've got the special counsel report. You've got Joe Biden fumbling and bumbling. You've got the bad policy that they can all blame on him. And then you have Joe saying, I'm not going anywhere. You have other news stories today saying Joe is the one. Stop with the conspiracy theories. But if they're going to remove Joe Biden, I think one thing is clear. They're going to need his cooperation. They're going to need his consent. So how can they do that? I think I've got the idea. I think there's a clear path to this now for the Democrats. And we're going to discuss that with all the other news. Then on the other side. There's Donald Trump, who they're just trying to overtly remove from the election. And there's some big developments happening now on their four cases against Trump, all having uh, major impactful moments this week and last. So they're going to have to subtly remove Joe, but they're going to have to not so subtly remove Donald Trump. And so we're going to get into all of that today. And then the latest border numbers, huh. You know, hate to say I told you so, barely even says it. And we can congratulate Greg Abbott on good rhetoric, and we can congratulate Greg Abbott on saying some good things and doing some good things, but what, what did I say the ultimate tell would be? Will the numbers actually go down? Well, the latest numbers are in, ladies and gentlemen. They've not gone down. They've gone up. They've gone up. So, and I'm usually the guy when we get people that, that maybe we're cynical about or skeptical of when they do the right thing and say the right thing. I'm normally the guy that says, hey, let's give them some love. Let's show them some support. But with the Abbott situation, I've been around the block a few too many times here. And... So he's said a lot of good things. He's done a lot of good things. But what is the result? Nothing. And the latest numbers now prove it. As we are now on pace, we are now on pace for the most illegal immigrants crossing the border in one year so far in 2024, which is just par for the course because that record was set in Joe Biden's first year. In 2021, Joe Biden's second year in 2022 and then last year. So the Biden administration has set a record every single year for illegal immigrants crossing the border. And they're set to do it again. They're on pace to do it again. And the latest numbers are actually 
I mean, we'll we'll do the math on what we're on pace for, but th- this would be like this would be like a major league ball player on pace to hit 162 home runs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, folks, it, it's unbelievable. And just like we said, well, maybe they don't come to Texas; they'll just find another way to get in, and that's exactly what they're doing. So we got all of that and more coming up today on the Infowars War Room Election Headquarters, brought to you by InfowarsStore.com. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. Because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% 40% off out of the gate. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. One of the hottest topics of conversation. What are the Democrats going to do about their Joe Biden problem? And I spent a long time thinking about this, pontificating on this, broadcasting about this, taking calls on this. I did it again for two hours last night on a rumble stream. I've been reading all the different angles, listening to all the different experts. And and while still today, if I had to make a bet who's going to be the Democrat nominee, I'd probably still bet Joe Biden. However, that's if I was forced to make a bet. And Biden, I would still say, is the front runner. But clearly there is an agenda to remove Joe Biden. Clearly there is a necessity to remove Joe Biden. But what's the catch? You would need Joe Biden's consent to do it. And so there's going to be a lot of underhanded and undermining activity going on inside the Democrat Party and inside the Biden administration until August 19th, which is the DNC in Chicago, Illinois. And it's going to have to all be done before then, I would say. I don't think they can switch after the nomination. It'd be too late at that point. It'd be way too damaging, way too risky. So I would say the Democrats 
if they're going to remove Joe Biden, it's going to have to be before August 19th, and they're going to have to have Joe Biden's consent to, to do it. I, I don't think they can bet on Joe Biden having some sort of a negative health catastrophe before then. That's too unpredictable. There's no control over that. So they're going to need to be in control of this situation. And their plans to get Donald Trump off the ballot are not going so well. So they're going to have to find a viable candidate, and it's not Joe Biden. And then, of course, it's starting to make the national news how there's all this infighting inside the Biden administration. Nobody likes Kamala Harris. Nobody can stand Joe Biden. This is the New York Post front page. Biden team at each other's throats over border bungling. Aides throw bitch ass rivals under bus. Kamala Harris inept dodges blame. So, so imagine, imagine the catastrophe that's going on inside the Democrat party right now. Somebody's loving it. Somebody's loving the absolute destruction internally of the Biden administration. It might be Barack Obama, but somebody's loving this. And imagine Kamala Harris with her, with her arrogance and she's feeling it. She's thinking she's about to be the president of the United States. And they might have to cut a deal with Kamala to eventually get Joe out. They probably don't want to run Kamala, but they might have to cut some deal and say, well, you might have to be the president for a couple months, but we're not, we're not running you. You're, you're not campaigning for president. That, that's a disaster. You're, you're nowhere near competent enough for that. But they might need her cooperation. And remember, it was Kamala Harris that accused Joe Biden of being an avid racist during the Democrat debates in 2020. So there's probably still some lingering animosity there. I mean, I don't know, unless Democrats just accuse people of being a racist and don't really mean it. Maybe that's what it is. But no, Kamala Harris said Joe Biden was an avid racist. Said it was because of Joe Biden that uh girls that looked like her couldn't ride the school bus. So maybe there's some lingering animosity there. But she's ready. She says, Kamala Harris says, I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to get down on my knees and serve. Kamala Harris attacks Joe Biden's record on busing and working with segregationists and vicious exchange, exchange with Biden at Democrat debate. So there could be a deal cut here where Kamala gets to claim first female president, takes part in the ouster of Joe Biden, and then the Democrats get to run an actual viable candidate like Gavin Newsom. That might be their pipe dream. But how do they get Joe Biden to go along with it? You've got stories all over the news today. Get used to it. Biden isn't going anywhere. The GOP fantasy crowd is so accustomed to conspiracy theories that they're betting the Democrats will switch candidates at the last minute. Now, that's not to say the people at Politico know that Biden isn't going anywhere or, or they might be lost in the sauce of the Democrats saying they're behind Joe Biden too. But this is all over the news and it's 
Republican conspiracy theorists think Joe Biden's going to be replaced. And, of course, you have uh, the big bank president saying it's not going to be Biden. You have Nikki Haley saying it's not going to be Biden. You have Donald Trump saying it's not going to be Biden. Biden thinks it's going to be Biden. Even Kamala Harris is ready to serve for Joe Biden. But there's two problems that Joe Biden can't avoid, and that one is his health and two, his corruption. And both of these issues are coming to the fore now. Elderly Joe Biden hits his head on Marine One as questions over his mental acuity continue following devastating special counsel report. So he hits his head on the helicopter It's just a total embarrassment. It's just a total embarrassment. Biden departed from Delaware to Washington, D.C. He was on vacation again. Once he arrived back in the nation's capital, video footage captured Biden putting himself in harm's way. The video starts with Biden slowly emerging from the helicopter, hunches over as he begins to exit, but he misjudges the height of the top frame and smacks his head on it. And he was already loopy enough. You can only imagine now somebody put a helmet on that man. Some people believe it's Jill Biden actually running the show and that Jill Biden is so obsessed with herself being the first lady and herself living in the White House that she's the one that's not letting Joe go away. She's the one that's telling Joe he needs to keep running. She's the one that refuses to let go of the power. I mean, look, Joe Biden can't even walk right, folks. He can't even walk right. I mean, sometimes you can just look at a person by the way they walk and know something ain't ain't right there. Yeah, that's Joe Biden. Joe Biden's upcoming physical exam will not include a cognitive test, White House says. Biden will not take a cognitive test during physical exam. Well, I wonder why not. I wonder why not. You'd think with all the headlines out there about Joe Biden's failed mental state, you'd think with... The special counsel report just coming out claiming Joe Biden is mentally unfit. You'd think this would be the perfect time to prove it all wrong. Take that cognitive test. Take that mental test. And instead, they're going to pass. And we all know why. And Corrine Jean-Pierre was forced to admit this to the White House press corps during the press conference. Joe Biden will not be taking his cognitive test. I mean, even his physical exam results might not be so good, but he is still alive, as far as we can tell. He might look like a cadaver, but he is still alive. So you've got the health problems for Joe Biden. But I don't know if that's ultimately what brings Joe Biden down. I think it's the corruption. And there were multiple hearings happening in the Capitol today Tony Bobolinsky tells Congress Biden sold out America, says Joe Biden enabled his son of to sell access to the most dangerous adversaries of the United States. On Tuesday, today, former Hunter Biden business partner Tony Bobolinsky will testify before the House Oversight Committee behind closed doors in the House impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden. In September 2022, Bobolinsky accused the FBI of burying all of the information he gave to them on the Biden crime family. The FBI has been covering up for Joe Biden. 
But there might be another reason for this. Tony Bobolinsky, quote, the only reason any of these international business transactions took place with tens of millions of dollars flowing directly to the Biden family was because Joe Biden was in high office. The Biden family business was Joe Biden, period. By the way, there was another development that's now emerged here. The documents or some of the documents that Joe Biden, the classified documents that Joe Biden had illegally, some of them were actually Senate documents. So so now people are wondering, how did Joe Biden get Senate documents? The only way Joe Biden, while vice president, would have had access to Senate documents is if he went into the Senate skiff, where you're not allowed to leave or bring anything in. So did Joe Biden go into a Senate skiff and then steal documents? This is a whole nother development now. And why was Joe Biden stealing classified documents and hoarding them in Hunter Biden's crack house? So Bobolinsky testifying behind closed doors today. And there's going to be more. There's going to be more coming out dealing with the Biden impeachment inquiry. And the truth is, at this point, it's all just process. It's all just process. We already know what the end result is going to be. Hunter Biden, James Biden, other members of the Biden family, I believe the number is up to six. Six members of the Biden family we're profiting and making millions of dollars off of Joe Biden's name and his political influence and power and position. And they have the bank records. They have the eyewitness testimony. They have the whistleblower testimony, uh, IRS, business partners, you name it. They've got it all. They've got the, I mean, so they've got the case. Now, again, I don't know if there is some larger plan for the Republicans here as far as how they're going to reveal this or when or where they're going to reveal this and if it's a a, a conscious decision on how it's going to impact the 2024 presidential election. But this goose is already cooked. The Biden crime family has been selling the political influence pay for play for decades, specifically and and most notably when Joe Biden was the vice president and they have the bank records and they have him stealing classified documents, holding classified documents and sharing classified information with unauthorized sources. So, I mean, up one side, down the other, Biden's committing crime after crime after crime. And the House Oversight Committee has all of the evidence. Everything that's happening the rest of the way is just dressing on the side. They've already got everything they need. But I guess they can get more specific now with the bank records and everything else when they call individuals in for the closed-door testimony. Now, I can get to the other bad news for Biden, but let's just hone in on this. I don't think it'll be Biden's mental issues that end up bringing him down. But when you look at the special counsel putting Biden in between a rock and a hard place, either you're mentally unfit to serve and face trial or you're mentally fit to serve and face trial, which is it going to be? If you go to trial, you're done. 
So my guess is, and I don't know if Joe Biden, who knows if Joe Biden even knows what's going on, quite frankly. Jill Biden might be acting as a surrogate in these negotiations. But I I think the plan now, what I think is going on, if they're going to replace Joe Biden, he has to agree to it, A. Because, I mean, really, he could pull the whole he could pull the whole curtain off the whole thing if he wanted. It's like, OK, you're going to take me down. Well, you're all going to go down. You're going to tell me that I was selling political influence for money. Well, guess what? So are all you. So uh, go ahead and play that game. You want to play a little game of political chicken? Let's do it. Is Joe Biden even there uh, enough in the head to play something like that? Possibly. I think the move is they're going to tell Joe, you're dead to rights, bud. You're dead to rights. You are a wanton criminal. You're not even smart about it. And now they have all the evidence against you. You're shot. So you've got two options. You can either face these charges and run for president, or you're going to step aside and you're going to say it's because of physical reasons. You're going to say it's because of maybe it is mentally unfit, physically unfit, whatever it is, you're too old, and maybe that's the play. Biden says, I'm too old, Trump's too old, it's time for us to just look in the mirror and say that's enough. But I think if they're going to remove Biden, that's how they're going to do it. They're going to say, Joe, you're either facing trial or you're going to step aside. But, but look, we can protect you enough. We won't charge you. You won't go to trial. You can ride off into the sunset with all your stolen loot. We'll even throw you a pizza party on the way out. But you're going to step aside. You're going to claim it's for health reasons. And we're going to replace you before the DNC. Okay, or you're going to face trial. Take your pick. And your whole family's going to go down, by the way. It's not just going to be you. Your whole family's going to go down. And in that instance, I believe Joe Biden steps aside. And no amount of squawking and, and hemming and hawing from Jill Biden is going to stop it. Now, there's other issues that the Democrats have with Joe Biden, and that's that he's vastly unpopular. His policies have failed. His economy has failed. There's bad economic news for Biden today. Inflation hotter than expected, up 3.1% over the last year. Overall prices up 18% since Joe Biden took office. The stock market got hit hard by that today. Consumer prices rose 0.3%, more than expected. Annual rate 3.1%. Surging restaurant prices are making dining out even more of a luxury. And it gets into the numbers there. Prices up at restaurants up five uh, percent. Uh, grocery prices up year over year one percent. I mean, so while Joe Biden is in office, and 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 this is very measurable, observable. While Joe Biden has been in office, your grocery bill has likely close to doubled. Uh, and inflation has been probably up over ten percent now. When you look at it since Joe Biden took office, it's about 10%. So, you know, count that into the grocery bill, the energy bill, everything else. So so the cost of living has gone up at least 10% under Joe Biden. And another observable trait of this, if you eat out, I, I remember, I mean, specifically when Trump was president, I've lived in Austin since 2016, 
And that, that first year of living here, I didn't, I didn't eat out too much. And then I started to kind of go out to dinner more. It just, it's just easier when we started hosting the war room in 2017. So I had less time to cook at home. So I started eating out more, but I mean, 2017, 2018, 2019, Friday, Saturday, I mean, sometimes Thursday, Sunday nights, you couldn't even get a reservation at a restaurant in downtown Austin. Like, forget about it. You show up to some restaurants, don't take reservations, you're waiting 40 minutes. I mean, restaurants were filled. Everybody was going out to eat. I go to the same restaurants, same weekends, whatever. I go to the same restaurants, no line, no wait, reservations, 7 o'clock, hottest time to go to restaurants. That's the Biden economy. And I'll talk because I, you know, I know some bartenders here. I know the normal waiters and waitresses that take care of me. And I'll ask them, be like, Hey, have you guys noticed a downtick? Like, yeah. And they always say, you know, after COVID, but we know what it really is. It's after Biden. And this is a big story. And it's always, it comes out, oh, Thanksgiving dinner cost you more. Christmas gifts cost you more. Now people go into debt just to have Christmas. And now that's, I think, what, is Valentine's Day tomorrow? So it's a big night. People go out to eat. And they're like, well, so they, the news says, oh, you're going out for Valentine's. You're going to pay 10% more on your dining bill. And then Joe Biden says, this is because of the companies doing this. No, it's the policies. It's your policies. And yes, the stock market took a big hit today in response to this news as well. Wealthy Californians are ditching the state for Arizona. Yeah, Democrats love destroying their own states and then moving to red states and destroying that too. Well, where are you going to go, Democrats? Where are all you liberals going to go when you've destroyed the whole country? Where are you going to go? You're ditching New York, you're ditching Illinois, you're ditching California, you're going to Florida and Texas and Arizona, you're moving to the red states, and then you're just going to destroy those states. Where are you going to go then? Where are liberal Democrats going to go when they've destroyed everything? Okay. So the cost of living goes up, inflation goes up. Most Americans don't even have a, a, a month's worth of bills and their savings. They don't have any money saved up to... Handle an emergency financial situation. Half of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. Joe Biden says that shows the economy strong. But no, that, that shows that the economy's weak. But don't worry because the Senate is able to find 95 b- 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 billion dollars for Ukraine and for Israel. It's just disgusting. And they call it a national security bill. This this infuriates me. This makes me so mad. This Every American should be outraged by this. This is just unreal how disgusting our Senate is. How disgusting our Congress is. The final vote, 70 yes, 29 no. Oh, we've got the list of Republicans that voted for it, the Republicans in the Senate who just stabbed you in the back. A national security bill that only has money for Israel and Ukraine. Mitch McConnell, John Thune, John 
Boozman, Shelley Moore Capito, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, John Cornyn, Kevin Kramer, Mike Crapo, Joni Ernst, Chuck Grassley, that's a big letdown, John Hoven, John Kennedy, another big letdown, Jerry Moran, Lisa Murkowski, John Risch, Mitt Romney, Mike Rounds, Dan Sullivan, Tom Thills, Roger Wicker, and Todd Young. Stabbed you in the back, a national security bill, $95 billion for foreign countries while Americans are suffering, $0 for America, $0 for the border, and they call it a national security bill. It's disgusting. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarsstore.com. Or triple eight two five three three one three nine. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic complex this stuff is rocket fuel it's not a stimulant it energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it it's so insane it's foundational energy the strongest formula out there at infowarsstore.com it doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants it energizes you get foundational energy now 
A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your Operation A360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape to Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the war room. Joe Biden is not fit for office and is a national security risk. Joe Biden is losing his memory. He can't remember key times, people, or locations. The special counsel report on Biden's mishandling of classified information states that he forgot when he left his post as vice president. It even states directly that he has poor memory and questions his mental state. We can't trust Biden to lead this country. Vote Donald Trump to make America great again. put together by a great Twitter account, Chief Trumpster. But see, that's what the Republicans should be spending money on, not Ronna Romney, McDaniel's butt and lip fillers and floral bouquets and limousine rides and everything else. They should be going after Biden. They should be exposing the crimes. Hell, pay Tony Bobolinsky to cut an ad. But no, not this Republican Party. They're going to spend money on Nikki Haley. Good Lord. That's what they're going to do. And that's what they've done, and they're not even going to tell her to get out of Trump's way. It's just obnoxious. It's just obnoxious. Well, i got to tell you, we have been very fortunate here in Austin, Texas. Normally... January, February, March, and then even sometimes into April, hardly any sun, usually just cloudy and rainy and just gross. It's my, it's my least favorite time of the year, but I'm, we're a little fortunate here. We've, we've had a bit of a mild winter, uh, no deep freeze, uh, very little rain and, um, somewhat, somewhat good sunny days here. Uh, but it is winter, so I still like to supplement with vitamin D. But there's a major snowstorm going on in the Northeast right now, and uh, you might not have seen the sun very recently, and so you might want to find a vitamin D supplement to make sure you're getting your vitamin D during this cold and flu season. And, of course, we have the source. 
at InfoWarsStore.com. That's Winter Sun Plus, the liquid tincture under the sun, or the vitamin D3 gummies, which are just great tasting gummies with all the vitamin D3 in there for your daily value as well. Now, the liquid tincture, obviously great for adults. You put the dropper under the tongue, easy absorption, and you're getting the vitamin D3 you need to keep your immune system strong. But when it comes to your kids, you know, they might not be interested in that. But we got the solution. The vitamin D3 gummies, great for kids. You put a couple of those out on the counter every morning, and they're going to love you, and they're going to think you're the coolest parent ever because you let them eat gummies in the morning? Oh, my gosh. You're the coolest parent of all time. But little will they know that you're just making sure they're supplementing with vitamin D3 so that they can't miss any school. No flu, no cold, just the vitamin D3 gummies from InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, as I said, Winter Sun Plus Liquid Tincture, both 40% off, both 40% off this winter to make sure that you're getting your vitamin D3 from InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, you're not just supporting your immune system. You're supporting us as well to keep us on the air and to bring you the news and the great guests. I got a great guest coming up. I can't believe this story is not uh, more covered. And that's the story of Carbon Mike. That is his nickname, Dexter Taylor. And folks, when you, when you realize the attack on the Second Amendment, uh, what, what they've done to this gentleman, it is stunning. It is scary. I mean, we are truly living with, with the modern day tyrants. I mean, we have the authoritarians breathing down our necks right now. And it's the Democrats. And they really don't like your Second Amendment. I mean, they even if you just are a man that keeps to yourself, doesn't bother anybody, just likes to make guns, build guns, test guns, they're coming for you. And that's the story that we're going to be covering in the third hour today. But let's do this in the meantime. Where should we go? I mean, I got Biden fumbling around during a press conference. Here's Joe Biden, just some clips at his recent press conference, and uh, he's slurring, he's stammering, he's forgetting where he is. There's many awkward moments. Here it is in clip 10. Let me start by welcoming His Majesty, the King of Jordan. He's been a good friend. Abdul, welcome back to the White House, man. Welcome back. Then he reaches over for a shake and doesn't know what's going on. Along with Queen Rihanna, who's meeting with Jill now, and the Queen and the Crown Prince Hussein, where is the prince out there? He doesn't know where he is. I thought he was coming out. At any rate, Your Majesty, over to you. And he awkwardly steps back. And he's looking around. He walks to the other side. And then he gets confused and says, actually, I'm going to go back to the other side now. Mr. President. And then doesn't take any questions from the press. So uh, there's Joe Biden today, not looking so good. Of course, what's new? And, and, and you know, that, that's the ultimate thing is that we knew this. So that's what's so disgusting about the leftist media and the Democrat Party. I mean, the real question is, you want to save America, answer this question. When are the Democrat voters going to be sick of being lied to? When are Democrat voters going to be sick of being lied to? Oh, oh, now 86% of Americans say Joe Biden's mental fitness is a problem and he shouldn't be president. 
Well, this has been the case since 2019, 2020. This has been the case since he was running against Donald Trump. Have you seen this before? This is Weekend at Biden's. Now I'm going to play this here and say, wait, wait a second. That sounds like it's from 2020. It is. Everybody knew Joe Biden was mentally and physically unfit four years ago. This was a campaign ad put together by, by some Internet folks that supported Trump. Weekend at Bernie's, four years ago we knew this guy couldn't handle it. Clip five. So let me get this straight. Less than a month to election day, and this is our candidate? Yep. All we have to do is get him elected, and then we can do whatever we want. Boy, how that turned out to be true. Imagine what they're going to do next. This fall, get ready for a presidential candidate unlike any other. I think we're good. Not good. Weekend at Biden. How long do we have to keep this up? November 3rd. So that's the kind of stuff the Republicans should be putting on cable news and, and, and ball games and everything coming up. And and you wouldn't even know, except for maybe the date. I think this year's election is uh, November 6th, I, I believe. But if it wasn't for them all wearing masks, you would think that that was for 2024. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, now we know Joe Biden is mentally incompetent and unfit. Oh, yeah, now we know Joe Biden was doing illegal business dealings with his son, Hunter. Well, uh, uh, no, actually, we have known that. We've known that for four years. The only people that didn't know that were Democrats and liberals. But but now even they're admitting it. Now 50% of liberals say it looked like Joe Biden committed crimes with his son, Hunter. Now 50% of liberals say Joe Biden is mentally and physically unfit to be president. Hell, more than half of America thinks Joe Biden got in illegitimately and it was stolen from Trump. It's like, yeah, well, you know, we told you that, but see, you got lied to by Democrats. So that's, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. When are Democrat voters going to be sick of being lied to? Are they ever going to be sick of being lied to? But maybe they like being lied to because they like to lie to you, like about their gender or about their race. Even, even poor old, maybe we should play, should we play Sonny Hostin finding out that she's as extended as slave owners? That's rich. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide.
Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's the Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned, fundraisers to sign copy, The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Infowars.com forward slash show. Yes, there it is. Your secure southern border. Not so secure at all. The illegal immigrant invasion continues, ladies and gentlemen. In record numbers, in fact, we did the math 
about a month or so ago. In three years under Joe Biden, the year 2021, the year 2022, the year 2023, all record years, individual, individually all record years for illegal immigrants, but combined three years under Joe Biden was nearly double the illegal immigrants that got in in the last 10 years. So these are astronomical numbers. This would be like Barry Bonds hitting 170 home runs in the season and not 70. That's how absurd and ludicrous these numbers are. And we're now on pace, and and maybe we should do the math on this. Maybe we should just do the math on this to see what we're actually on pace for. Uh, you know, uh, Barry Bonds is on pace to hit 800 home runs in the in the 2004 or whatever year he hit 70 home runs. Barry Bonds is on pace to hit 180 home runs. Barry Bonds is on pace to hit 500 home runs in one season. That's these numbers. That's these ludicrous numbers. So it was 2 million 2021 a record. It was 2.7 million 2022 a record. It was 3.2 million 2023 a record. And we're on pace to blow that away. Blow that away. 2024, so far, 988,000 illegal immigrants have entered the country. So let, let's just do some math here, which is not my strongest suit. But guys, let me, first let me ask the crew if you think this would be fair. Because this is not even two months. So would it be fair for me to round this up to one million? And then just count that as two months. Is that fair, guys? I think that's fair. I think that's probably even, that's what I'm thinking. I think that's probably even conservative. So we'll say in two months, you've had a million. So that means you're on pace. I didn't even need the calculator. I'm smarter than the average college student. That means you're on pace for six million illegal immigrants this year. Six million. And that'll put it on record 12 million under Joe Biden. Which will be what, actually? 13, 14, 15 million? Under one administration, Joe Biden. These are ludicrous numbers, ladies and gentlemen. These are ludicrous numbers. These are, these numbers are not even real. But yet here we are. So Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees is going to hit 500 home runs this season. Name your name your favorite home run baseball player. Mark McGuire is going to hit 10,000 home runs in one season. This is outrageous. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw 30,000 touchdowns in the next football season. Alex Ovechkin is going to score 500 goals in one season. I mean, that's how outrageous this is. It's it, You wouldn't even believe it if it wasn't happening. So this is just part of the Biden agenda, which is not the Biden agenda. It's the Democrat Party agenda. They're committing all these crimes under Joe Biden. They're committing the border invasion, and then it's all going to fall on Joe Biden. We'll all blame Joe Biden. We'll call it the Biden border invasion, and I'm guilty of this. But but this is the Democrats. This is the deep state committing all these atrocities, committing all this treason, 
committing all this crime in the name of Joe Biden so that the Democrat Party doesn't get devastated by it, the deep state doesn't get devastated by it, and then you just say, oh, it's just Joe Biden. No, it was just Joe Biden. No, this is a deep state UN Democrat Party takeover and invasion. And Biden is the front man. Biden is the fall guy. And then they have stories at Axios, and they call it Trump's border crisis. I'm not even kidding you. Why the past three presidents have all faced border crises. Crises, crises. So they can't deny that there's a border crisis under Joe Biden anymore. First they deny, deny, deny. Now they say, okay, well, yeah, but it was Trump's fault, or it's the Republicans' fault, or, well, every president had their border invasions. No. No. Joe Biden has three record straight years of illegal immigrants entering the country, and he's set to smash the record this year. Oh, Mark McGuire hit 60 home runs this year. Mark McGuire hit 120 home runs this year. Mark McGuire hit 250 home runs. Mark McGuire hit 500 home runs in one season. That's Joe Biden. So, I mean, look at, I mean, these people, they lie to themselves. They put Obama, who, for Obama's credit, he had a really strong border. And they put Obama, they put Obama's numbers, which are very low, and Biden's are triple, quadruple Joe Biden. Joe Biden's illegal border entries are quadruple, quintuple Obama's. And they say, here's Obama's crisis. And it's like a tiny little bar on the graph. And then they say, here's Biden's crisis. And they act like it's the same thing. I mean, can you be more any dishonest with yourself, with your audience? Oh, it's Trump's border crisis, though. Oh, it's Obama's border crisis, though. Oh, every president has a border crisis. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd actually agree that under Obama, 400,000 illegal immigrants entering the country every year was a crisis. So then what do you call it when it's... Three million a year under Joe Biden. Uh, imminent danger, total collapse, criminal activity. So, oh, the border's secure, the border's secure, the border's secure. Well, uh, yeah, well, the border's not secure, but it's Trump's fault and every president has its problems. And then they're going to find... $95 billion for Ukraine and Israel. So, $100 billion a year annually for illegal immigrants. $100 billion a year annually for illegal immigrants to feed them, clothe them, shelter them, transport them all around the country, process them. $100 billion a year annually while the American people suffer financially. $95 billion signed today by Senate, by the U.S. Senate, $95 billion, and they call it a national security bill. For whose national security? Not ours. Ukraine's and Israel's. As Israel is engaged in a massive genocide. They just published the latest numbers. 13,000 children have died in Gaza, and they're estimating about 35,000 Palestinians dead, 13,000 of them children. And 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 we're funding that. It's disgusting. How many dead Ukrainians for this war? 100,000? 
But see, there's plenty of money for Ukraine. There's plenty of money for Israel. There's plenty of money for the illegal immigrants. But the American people are suffering financially. And so, so see, that's like the ultimate frustration, though, is that we, we in America, and Tucker Carlson talks about this all the time, we in America could be living like kings beyond even what we have now. We don't have to have subways where you get mugged that are falling apart and smell like shit. We could have state-of-the-art subways. I mean, we could have maglev technology. We could have the best airports. We could have the best infrastructure, new bridges, new skylines, new railways. I mean, think about... Okay, $200 billion one year, and that's, and that's being con- conservative. $200 billion in one year that we'll give to Ukraine, Israel, and illegal immigrants. Boy, what could we do with that money here? They build a football stadium. I believe the most expensive stadium ever built was the one in Las Vegas that they just had the Super Bowl in. It was like $1.2 billion or something. Guys, yeah, find out how much that Allegiant Stadium in, in Las Vegas cost. Awesome facility. Great. They had a Super Bowl there. Big concerts tour there. It's like a billion dollars. 1.9. Okay, 1.9 billion. Imagine, so you could build how many of those with 200 billion dollars? You could build a hundred of those. I'm not saying we need a hundred football stadiums. The point is that we could have the best airports. We could have the best subways. We could have the best trains. We could have the best infrastructure. We could have the best everything. We, the American people that built it, but no. Our money, our treasure, our future all gets given away to Ukraine and Israel and illegal immigrants. And we sit here in these slums looking at our bank accounts sitting at zero. And I'm sick and damn tired of it. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. I talk a lot about the great successes Infowars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at Infowars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life. All at the same time, keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to M4Store.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. The War Room. 
Infowars.com forward slash show. Give me liberty or give me death. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Yeah, so I think that's righteous frustration there. Bit of a rant to finish off the first hour. Tucker Carlson says it with a much uh, lower heart rate, you might say. But he makes a great point here. Talking to Russell Brand. But, yeah, I, I get frustrated that we get sold out by our politicians. I get frustrated that Americans work really, really hard, and then they have to pay for other countries to, to take all of our money and illegal immigrants to take all of our money instead of getting to live in the luxuries of their hard work and their labor. That does tick me off. But there's another aspect that should anger us all, too, correctly pointed out here with a much lower heart rate, much better tone of voice, perhaps, by Tucker Carlson in clip eight. I would say two things. First, we have a right to be mad, at least. And let me just again speak for Americans, middle aged Americans, uh, which is what I am. You know, I've got four draft age children. So if you're playing recklessly fast and loose with their lives, then I have a right to despise you. And I do. So if you're Nikki Haley who's running for president or Ben Shapiro or half the people I see on television casually mentioning the possibility of nuclear war or sending Americans to fight in the Middle East or in any way involving us in a war that has nothing to do with prosperity and peace at home, nothing, in other words, to do with us Americans, then I have a right to call you out and be really offended because it's my family. They live here. It's not a joke to me. It's, there's nothing abstract about it. And that is the difference between what's happening in the Middle East from what's happening in Ukraine, about which I had very strong feelings, but I didn't think there was a realistic possibility that my kids could be enmeshed in it. Now there is. So I think, you know, get some self-respect. I would say to my fellow Americans, get a clearer picture of what's important. Your children are important. Okay, that's number one, your children. And if they're threatening your children, I don't care what their justification is. They're your enemy. That's how I feel about it. Okay, number one. Number two, in the United States, the right defends free speech. For most of my life, the left defended free speech in the United States till about 2014, 15. Donald Trump, a lot of things happened. The parties inverted, the wings inverted, the left became avowed enemies of free speech, and it was really up to the right to defend the first, our First Amendment, the right to say what you think is true, not be a slave. Because, by the way, if you can't say what you think is true, you're not a, you're not a citizen, you're not a human being, you're a slave. So the right has been the group defending that sacred, God-given right. With the rise of this war in the Middle East, you're watching people on the right Say, well, actually, you know, there's a difference between hate speech and free speech. Well, no, there's not, actually. You may hate certain sorts of speech. Certain kinds of speech may be immoral. According to me, I think certain kinds of speech are immoral. Um, But if you're suggesting they should be illegal, you can use the power of the state to make me be quiet and enslave me, then you are again my enemy. And you're seeing a lot of people on the right say that in the United States. And I'm absolutely shocked by it. I can't even believe what I'm watching. And I can't overstate my rage or my contempt for them because these are the people. And by the way, if they're not defending free speech in my country, no one is. And we're done. And we're going to have hate speech laws, which, again, are just laws of criminalizing speech that the people in charge hate, that they're threatened by. That's it. That's all they are. They're not on behalf of some oppressed group. 
many of those groups are not actually oppressed, but leave that aside. Maybe they are oppressed, but it's not on their behalf that these laws will be passed. It's on behalf of the people in charge. And that's completely wrong. And you don't live in a free society. You don't live in a society of citizens and human beings. You live in a slave state when you have that. And and the right, the people on the right who are calling for it should be deeply ashamed of themselves. So it's not just about our treasure getting stolen from us. It's also our blood being shed for interests that aren't ours. And, and I got to tell you, because I don't like to give these people much time a day, but just in, in, in lieu of the subject material here for this short segment, I mean, I, I listen to everybody. And I tune in because Mark Levin is on Sirius XM Patriot, usually when I'm leaving the office. And I tune in and Mark Levin is going on some rant about how important Israel is, how important funding Israel is. And if you don't support him, you're an anti-Semite. And it's just like, you're disgusting. You don't belong on a radio station called The Patriot. (laughs) You love Israel so much, they go move there. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. Major awakening happening, and it's it's normies that are realizing this too. How our water supply is not even sacred to these sick people that run our government. They poison the water supply, and now there's documentaries coming out about how they poison it. And it's not just the fluoride, but but other chemical runoffs that end up getting into the water as well. But they intentionally put the fluoride in there, so. This is a major, major thing happening. Americans saying, why do they put fluoride in our water? Oh, to dumb us down, to make us compliant. Exactly. Exactly. So you better be filtering your water. And we have the best water filters at the best price at InfoWarsStore.com. I have two of them in my house. I don't even cook without the filtered water. So I suggest you take advantage of these great water filters. Gravity fed, by the way. So... 
gravity fed. You just put the water in and the filters take care of the rest. And then you've got clean drinking water or cooking water. The Alexa Pure Pro Water Filtration System available at InfoWarsStore.com. Cannot recommend it enough. Got to be filtering your water, ladies and gentlemen. All right, what else do we have here? This, uh, let's kind of piggyback off of what we've been discussing. Because this says it all. This says it all. You've got Mitt Romney telling you that supporting other countries is the most important thing that he can do as a senator. But then you have Kanye West being asked about the Israel-Palestine situation, and his response is perfect. And, and I'm going to juxtapose these two clips, and I'm going to explain why Kanye's response is perfect and how this is the mindset and how we've been tricked and bamboozled and brainwashed into not understanding this this very simple concept. So first, here's Mitt Romney telling you that getting $96 billion for Israel and Ukraine is the most important thing he's ever done as a senator in clip 11. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. You're disgusting. You are a disgusting human being. You are a you are a parasite on the Republic, Mitt Romney. You are filthy. You are total trash. The most important thing we'll do is fund Ukraine. The most important thing we'll do is arm Ukraine. The most important thing we'll do is fund and arm Israel. I'm trying to not blow up right now, but man, I'd like to I'd like to say a few non-radio friendly things to Mitt Romney here. That is just disgusting, but it tells you the whole story. Senator Mitt Romney thinks more about taking care of Ukraine and Israel than the American people. Senator Mitt Romney cares more about Ukraine and Israel than America. Why? Why, Mitt? Why is Ukraine and Israel more important than the United States of America? Again, if you love Ukraine so much, why don't you move there and become a politician there? If you love Israel so much, why don't you move there and become a politician there? I don't hear Ukrainian politicians saying how important it is to fund and arm us. I don't hear Israeli politicians saying how important it is to fund and arm us. Why do we always have to sacrifice? Why do we always have to get robbed and looted and give everything away and then hear from our government about how it's more important to take care of other countries than to take care of ourselves? You will die with that mentality, and that's why our country is dying. That's why every major metropolitan city you go to, there's now rot and decay and poverty and obesity and sickness and disease and stench. So somebody catches Kanye West out and asks him about Israel-Palestine, and his response is perfect. Here it is in clip 12. Your thoughts on Palestinians? What'd you say? Your thoughts on the Palestinians? I, I don't have enough information on that. I'm okay. straight. I'm straight up from South Side of Chicago, born in Atlanta. I don't have that. I don't have enough information. It's love for everybody, but don't pull me to that conversation. I got, I got people. I got 14 kids dying every week in my city. Don't say it. So talk to me about that. Yes. All right. Thank you, Connie. The end of that quote there is everything. I got 14 kids a week dying in my city. Talk to me about that. 
Exactly. In fact, we didn't play our game. So, I mean, let's go ahead. Uh, place your bets. It's kind of the sick little game we played to make a point. Go ahead and place your bets. I'm going to go over under three and a half shot dead in Chicago this weekend and, and 15 shot. So, so we'll just do Chicago this weekend. Three and a half shot and killed. 15 shot. And, uh, go ahead and we'll, we'll pull up the numbers. So you had uh, one killed, 18 shots. So over on the shot, under on the killed. So there you go. So there's your Chicago numbers this weekend. One shot and killed, 18 shots. So over on the shot, under on the killed. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. And then we do this all the time. We play this game every weekend. You can do it in St. Louis. You can do it in Baltimore. You can do it in Los Angeles. All the all, same thing. All these Democrat-run cities. But so so why is Kanye's response so perfect? Because it's so obvious. It should be so involuntary that that's your response. But see, this is how we've been tricked. This is how we've been brainwashed. This is how we've been bamboozled. That somehow things that happen on the other side of the planet that have nothing to do with you are more important than your own backyard. I mean, let's actually go ahead. Let's see how bad it was in St. Louis. Go ahead. Plug in St. Louis shootings, guys. Let, I mean, let's just let's run the gambit here. Let's run the gambit here. How many were shot in St. Louis this weekend? Probably similar numbers. Maybe worse. Chicago, St. Louis, Baltimore, usually the worst. But see, that's what I'm saying. Oh, we need all this money for Ukraine. Oh, we need all this money for Israel. Oh, the poor people here, the poor people there, the war over here. There's a war in our damn streets. There's violence in our cities. There's death all over this country. Unnecessary death. So Kanye West just says, well, hey, why do you want to talk to me about something on the other side of the planet that I know nothing about that doesn't affect me? Hey, it's sad. I got love for everyone. I'm sure it's tragic. But, you know, right down the street where I live in Chicago, south side, we just had 18 people shot, one killed over the weekend. What about that? Who talks about that? When does that get brought up in the Senate? When does that get brought up in Congress? When is that When is that the big story on the mainstream news? Guys, what do we got? Come on. I want to see the numbers for St. Louis. I want to see the numbers for Baltimore. Let's just, let's just run the gambit here. But see, cause, cause that's the problem is nobody talks about that. Nobody makes a big deal about your city running into decay. Nobody makes a big deal about your city being overwhelmed with violence and poverty. It's, oh, you need to care about Ukraine. You need to care about Israel. You need to care about Palestine. You need to care about this. You need to care about that. Well, what about what's going on in your own backyard, your own front yard? No, you don't talk about that. You don't want to talk about that. So it, I guess, so the media really only ports packaging it like Chicago. But I mean, what, what do we get for results? I mean, I'm sure there were shootings all over St. Louis, all over Baltimore. I mean, hell, just plug in a Google search shootings, just plug in a Google search shootings this weekend. It'll, it'll just be everywhere. And, and see, and that's the only angle. And they won't even use that as an angle. They'll say, oh, look at all the gun crime in the United States of America. We need to take the guns. And, and there's your agenda again. Not to address the root cause. Not to figure out why it's happening, who's doing it, why they're doing it, why it's in these certain areas. It's just, oh, there's all this violent crime. Let's take the guns. But then let's give guns to Ukraine. Shooting 
Arkansas, shooting South Carolina. So, I mean, shooting Michigan, shooting Memphis. Oh, yeah, Memphis, there's one, too. Plenty going on in North Memphis. Of course, you had the shooting at the church, and that was the big story. But even that, it's like, yeah, I guess nobody nobody expects there to be a shooting in a church. But, yeah, I mean, you know, south side Chicago, north side St. Louis, east side St. Louis, Baltimore, north Memphis, yeah, shooting there, yeah, sure. Six shots, Savannah, Georgia. But see, that's why that's why the response from Kanye West is, is so perfect. You want to sit here and obsess over the Israel-Palestine conflict. You want to sit here and make that the biggest story. You want to sit here and get my opinion on that. Ask me about the murders that happened in Chicago. Ask me about the kids that got shot in my hometown, Chicago, where I grew up with Americans that look like me and talk like me and listen to the same music and watch the same television and watch the same movies. Ask me what's happening there. Oh, no, no, no. That's not a big story. And it's all totally unnecessary. And then you've got this crime spree continuing where... And B-roll for me, clip four. It's this, it's this retail crime theft of shootings in New York, including two teens. And, and they go in and they do this mass retail, this organized retail theft, and they just run in there, grab dozens of purses and then run out. But they're entitled and, and the Democrats tell them they're entitled because they're black. I'm serious. And then they attack the workers who try to stop it. This guy tries to stop him, and, and then this 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 woman punches him because he tried to stop criminals. Say, hey, I'm I'm black. I, I am entitled to steal from you. I mean, imagine what that does to your culture. And that's what the Democrats have told them, though. AOC says, hey, they're entitled to rob. They're un- they're hungry. Which I mean, there's there's a strange element of truth in that. Yeah. In Democrat cities, black people are living in poverty. That's true. That's true. So it's like, oh, yeah, well, okay. Like, there's all kinds of stories. I think Boston was the big one. And they say, like, the average black man living in Boston is worth, like, $80 or something. So, oh yeah, the Democrats have, have made black people poor. The Democrats have destroyed black America. And then they say, oh, you need me to give you free stuff. And now you're going to live off, you're going to live off my hand from now on. Oh, you thought black slavery was over? Not in a Democrat city. They're still living, they're still living like slaves under the government dime. And then they say, yeah, black people are poor, so they can steal. And and when they're killing each other in Chicago and St. Louis and Baltimore, we're not going to talk about it. And we're going to give $95 billion to a, a country on the other side of the planet that likely none of them could even find on a map. That's their solution. But, oh, you got caught stealing? AOC says that's that's good. You got caught stealing? That's good. Yeah, this is an incredible stat now. The crew has just pulled up this stat sheet. Scroll back up for me here for a second. Let me. Re- so this is all the gun violence. There it is. New York, Jackson, Tennessee, Chicago, Illinois, Dallas, Texas, Washington, D.C. 
Denver, Colorado, Louisville, Kentucky, New Orleans, Louisiana. Victims killed one one five two one one three two. So this is uh, an incredible archive here. I'd never seen it before. Crew just pulled this up, and and these are all classified as mass shootings, but it's just it's just shootings that happen in downtown metropolitan areas, Democrat areas, and never gets covered on the news. Because that's just par for the course. Yeah, Democrat city, black on black crime. We don't care about that. We got $95 billion for Ukraine and Israel. Sure, the, the rap culture and everything says, yeah, gang bang and, and shoot them and kill cops and everything. And then they, and then they do engage in, in mass retail theft and the Democrats say, hey, that's fine. They're too poor to eat. Let them steal. And it's this sick cycle and, and it's all unnecessary. Oh, but if you talk about it, you're a racist. Please. Please. No, that's not a racist because you care. It's the exact opposite. The racist is the Democrat that says, oh, black people are living in poverty, so just have a culture of violence and crime. And we've got $95 billion for Ukraine and Israel. But you have to steal a purse to eat a loaf of bread. You have to steal a purse to feed your kids. And that's good for America. That's good for you. $95 billion for Ukraine and Israel. And we could play these clips all day long. Now, here's something incredible. This is Al Sharpton and Ben Crump, uh, Ben Crump, big BLM attorney, big leftist activist attorney, and then, of course, uh, Al Sharpton, one of the leading race hustlers ever of all time in the United States of America. And they're sitting down or, or standing up, whatever, having a game, a pool, talking about black crime. And, of course, it's racist that black people commit crimes because the laws are racist. Now, I, I want you to listen to this clip, and there's unironically an element of truth that, that I've been talking about, but they kind of miss the boat because they're st- still focused on their, their, their racism, their race card. But, but here's Al Sharpton and attorney Ben Crump discovering why black people commit crime in clip two. We can get rid of all the crime in America overnight, just like that. And people ask how attorney Crump changed the definition of crime. Mm. Of course, if you get to define what conduct is going to be made criminal, you can predict who the criminal is going to be. It sounds yeah. like we are criminal, though. Yeah. Our existence no, is the culture. criminal. They, made, no, no. The laws they made the law to criminalize our culture, to black culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so when I think of Eric Garner, I always think of stuff like that. Lucy cigarettes. I did nothing. We sitting here the whole time. Why did I miss this? What are you doing? You got to do what? Who got to cigarettes Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Got him lost his life. Yeah. And then George Floyd was trying to buy cigarettes and so forth. So you have to think about the profiling things that they come up with, the profilers for pretextual reasons. And it happens every day, y'all. They will come and say, you can't wear baggy pants. Right. Mm-hmm. Make that a crime. Right. You yep. can't have milk cartons in your yard. Right. Make that a crime. Right. Right. I said that. So, so it's actually really, he, he tries to obfuscate from what he actually said. He basically just said, crime is black culture. Of course, not for him. He's rich. He's a successful attorney. So for him, it doesn't matter. And then he says, oh, George Floyd was a victim of racist laws. No, George Floyd abused drugs, was a career criminal, 
and was using counterfeit money. Is that black culture? Well, according to attorney Ben Crump, it is. But it's not his culture. Why? Because he's rich. So he'll profit off of George Floyd. But then he'll say, oh, George Floyd was just engaging in black culture. Uh, but, but not Ben Crump's black culture. He wears fancy suits and ties and is worth millions of dollars. And then they say, well, you got to change what the definition of a crime is. Well, okay, we could get rid of all rapists, too, with that logic. You can get rid of all rapists tomorrow. Just change the definition of rape. So, so I mean, imagine playing that logic out. But it just shows how dumb these people actually are. They're pseudo-intellectuals. Ben Crump takes advantage of, of downtrodden black people. And then he's, he's too dumb to even realize what he's actually saying. So Ben Crump just said black culture is committing crime, so we need to change the laws so that it's not a crime anymore. Well, what would would abusing fe- okay? So, but let's actually think logically about this because there is there is actually a, a window of truth there. Should should using fentanyl to the point of overdosing be considered a crime? I would say no. I'm against the war on drugs. Now, if you want to say using drugs as black culture, that's a Ben Crump thing. But no, I'm against the war on drugs. If you want to bomb off, if you want to bomb out your brain on drugs, I don't think that's considered a crime in my book. It's a victimless crime, shouldn't be a crime. I also don't think that should be attributed to anybody's culture, Ben Crump does, because he loves swooping in when the victims happen. And making millions of dollars. Using counterfeit bills, should that be a crime? Fighting with police officers, should that be a crime? Holding a gun to somebody's head while you rob them, should that be a crime? These are all things George Floyd did. So should those things not be considered a crime then? So that George Floyd isn't a victim of criminal justice? That's what Ben Crump is arguing here. But of course, he doesn't actually mean that because if you get rid of of those things being considered a crime, then Ben Crump has no job. Ben Crump swoops in whenever a black person commits a crime and then resists arrest and dies, and then he makes millions of dollars. So, yeah, Ben Crump ain't smoking no fentanyl. Ben Crump ain't using no counterfeit bills. Ben Crump ain't, ain't robbing someone at gunpoint. So maybe Ben Crump ain't black. No, Ben Crump is a multi-millionaire race hustler, just like Al Sharpton. And then they sit around a pool hall pretending like, yeah, we know about black culture. Yeah, we know about the hood. Yeah, we know about the downtrodden black folk. They don't give a damn. They couldn't care less about poor black folks other than finding a way to make themselves rich off of them. We just need to change the definition of a crime. So, yeah, oh, okay. Okay, Ben, so people should be allowed to rob? So when I watch mass retail theft? But you can go case by case. Should Eric Gardner have been treated like that by law enforcement? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But you know what really cures this? You know what really cures this? Not moving all of our manufacturing and production jobs overseas. You know what really cures this? Not giving $95 billion to Ukraine and Israel, but instead injecting that into our own infrastructure, our own cities, our own rec centers. You know what really solves that? Not bringing in 2 million illegal immigrants every year that take these jobs 
from Americans, not not giving everything in the inner cities away to illegal immigrants, but instead taking care of the American people first. That's your actual solution. Yeah, there can be some there can certainly be some criminal justice reform. There could certainly be some 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 law reform in this country and prison reform. I'm, I've been preaching that for years. But but for those phonies, for those phonies to say, well, we just need to change the definition of a crime and then there'll be no criminals. OK, we can change the definition of murder and then there'll be no murderers. We can change the definition of rape and then there'll be no rape. But I bet Ben Crump wouldn't like to be robbed with his millions of dollars and his fancy suits and ties pretending like he knows about black culture, like he knows about the hood, a total fraud, a total phony. But he provides no solutions and he doesn't want the solutions. He wants black folks to be drowned, downtrodden. He wants them to break the law. He wants them to resist arrest and get killed by police because that's when he swoops in and makes millions of dollars. And same with that race hustler, Al Sharpton. You want to know who's keeping black people down? You're looking at two of them right there. It's not, hey, you know, stop breaking the law because he wouldn't want to say that because then he wouldn't be rich. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival
Bible Silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal Silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of Colloidal Silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Give me liberty or give me death. This is the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. What is 15 times 4? 23. 48, 48, 48. It's 48. I would say 48. 48. What is 15 wow, times there's four? college students. College students at Kennesaw State University, and they don't know what four times 15 is. Uh, we got problems. We got problems. Basic math, they can't do it. We got problems. How bad is it really at the universities? I mean, that's got to be like as bad as it gets, I'm guessing. I don't know if it gets worse than that. But how bad is it really? They don't know much history. They don't know basic math. They don't even know what goes on in the in, in the real world, the modern world today. They fall for all kinds of propaganda. What are they even taught? We got a problem. We got a problem. And a lot of it comes from the culture, unfortunately. And so this was shared with me. Uh, I guess this was a um, a pre-Super Bowl performance by a young lady named Ice Spice. I, I can't say I'm familiar with any of her music, so so I hate to come on here and say that it's no good. But based off of this performance, I'm guessing that she doesn't make any good music. But so this is a musician. This is a pop culture musician. <laughs> if your kids are watching, you may just want to, you may just want to take a two minute break from the screen here. Uh, th this is the same, this is the same girl that did the satanic thing with the upside down cross when she was flashed on the big screen. But, um, she gets introduced at a pregame Super Bowl party and, and this was her performance. So, so you tell me, what does this inspire? 
a young generation of Americans. What does this inspire young girls to do and to create when you see this as a musical performance in clip 13? So if you're audio audience here, what you have is this young girl. I mean, she can't be that old. She hasn't been around for very long as far as I know. I'm curious how old she is. My guess is she's like probably like low 20s or something. And so she comes out on the stage and she just curses and she comes out in a thong and a bra and she just curses and bends over and shakes her ass. It's like, oh, hey, what's up? What do you do? Oh, I'm a musician. Oh, really? That's cool. What's your style? Big ass. What do you mean? What kind of style is that? Oh, I just have a big ass. Yeah, I just I just bend over with the thong and just show people my ass. That's my music. Oh, that's music now? Oh yeah, you didn't know I'm I spice. I'm cooler than you. I just curse and I and I dance naked and show people my my fat ass. That's music now. How does that even succeed? Is the question. How does that, who even listens to that? I mean, even, you can even tell just by the cadence and the sound and the noise of the music, it's satanic. I mean, say what you want about Taylor Swift. I don't know. She ain't doing nothing like that. But yeah, there's the same girl uh, showing off her uh, upside down cross, letting people know what she's all about. Yeah, I'm a musician. I'm my spice. Don't you know my music? No, I never heard of it. What genre is it? Big ass. Yeah, I just curse and just show people my ass. Oh, that's music. So you you may remember. Okay, so so musicians, artists, actors, athletes, people that have a platform, people that have a stage, those are those are inspirational figures. Creationally. Now, so what do you think she's inspiring? You may have seen the video. The crew might even be able to find it here. I'm putting them on the spot if they don't, it's no big deal. There was a there was a viral video, probably got seen tens of millions of times on Instagram and on Twitter. And it's this little girl's birthday party. And she can't be much more than like four or five years old. And and it's her and all of her friends, and they're twerking to I don't know, Ice Spice or some music. And they're literally twerking at four or five years old. So, so that's what Ice Spice is doing to young kids. So that's your culture now. Be a slut, be a whore, have a potty mouth, and see, you'll be like Ice Spice. You'll be cool. You'll be popular. You'll be famous. You'll be rich. Doesn't matter if you don't have any talent. Just show people how fat your ass is. So, so this is a cultural problem right here. That's, you can you can call it demonic and it is but no this is cultural rot this is cultural decay this is cultural suicide and and any and any young girl that gets inspired by that cuz you're not going to be rich or famous no you're going to sell your soul you're going to be empty you're going to be lonely 
and you're gonna and you're gonna look like a fool. And so that's what they're creating. That's what they're doing. And they bring her out there, and she has no talent at all. I mean, thank God they didn't have her for the halftime show. I mean, at least Usher is talented. So you go from Usher, who can sing and dance, to Ice Spice, who can do neither. Yikes. Yikes. All right, this is a crazy one. This is crazy. Now, so we played a, we played a news clip yesterday where in Massachusetts, and it's all this front propaganda campaign with this, this Harvard diversity, uh, chief bringing in illegal immigrants into his house. And then, oh, but they're not going to be on camera. We're just going to brag about how great we are. Well, well, this is all over the news now. So they got all these little puff pieces where they're bringing the illegal immigrants into your homes, just as we predicted they would. And, I mean, this is crazy. And look, hey, if, if it works for you, if you want it, then whatever. Plenty of illegal immigrants we can put in your house if you want to. But but just see if you notice anything. See, if, Listen closely to this, to this clip. This is wild. So this is a lady who brought in, who has an illegal immigrant living in her home now. And just see if anything about this clip sticks out to you. Listen closely and see if anything just makes you go, huh, in clip seven. It's a delight. And it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. Her own personal chef, Wildande. Give it to me one more time. It's a delight. And it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. Lisa has her own personal chef, Wildande, in her house now. She's like, oh, it's so great having them. It's so great. I have my own personal chef. She cleans up after my family, too. She does the dishes. Oh, oh, oh. Hmm. Am I missing something here? All right. If it works for you, if it works for you, there's the headline from Kellen McBreen. <laughs> Dems embrace woke slavery. White liberal woman takes in Haitian illegals. It's like having your own personal chef. <laughs> And you can just see the smugness. She's like, oh, it's like Ben Crump. It's like, I'm so much better than everyone else. I'm taking in an illegal immigrant. And it's just basically their house slave, Ben Crump. I'm helping the black people. But then he keeps them committing crimes. But this is incredible. Here's Sonny Hostin getting some bad news on The View last week in clip 17. Wow. I'm 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 in a little bit in shock. I, I just always thought of myself as Puerto Rican. You know, half Puerto Rican. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think I was, uh, my family was originally from Spain and slaveholders. Oh! <laughs> we may have to replay this with the longer clip for better context. Uh-oh. Oh, no, Sonny. Say it ain't so. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. 
Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 in a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. 
Infowars.com forward slash show. It's too rich. From the from the white liberal. Oh, I love taking in refugees. They cook my food and clean my house. I'm so great, aren't I? <laughs> I can't even write this stuff. It's so funny. Did you see the smug arrogance on her face? Like she's so much better than you. Oh, I wonder what my slave. I mean, refugee is cooking tonight. But hey, if it works for them and they're happy, then fine. I just don't want to pay for it all. I'm wondering if she's getting paid, by the way. But but I want to re-go into this Sonny Hostin story because it's just too rich. It really is. I, but look, I've got some other serious news to cover as well. And we're going to get into the serious stuff again in the third hour. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why. I slept all right last night. For some reason, like right about, right about 2 o'clock as I'm printing all my news and getting ready to prepare at the news desk, for some reason, I hit this wall and I started yawning. I was like, oh, my gosh, why am I getting tired all of a sudden? It might have been because I had uh, two big sandwiches right about 1 o'clock. And I think maybe the, the post the post sandwich energy drain was starting to hit right about 2. But no worries because I've got a canister of Turbo Force Plus at my desk. So 10 hours of clean energy in one scoop of Turbo Force Plus exclusively available at infowarstore.com on sale right now by the way and and this stuff sells out i don't know i didn't i didn't check where we're at as far as stock is concerned but this stuff does sell out regularly and so if you're a regular user of turboforce plus like i am i would suggest stocking up in fact i think i'm going to restock up 40% off right now turboforce plus at infowarstore.com now have i seemed tired at all today or have i seemed uh, extra extra filled with energy and vigor. Yeah, I would say the latter. That's thanks to TurboForce Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. But you combine that with the BrainForce Plus or the BrainForce Ultra, one a liquid tincture, one a capsule, whichever one you like. You combine the TurboForce Plus with the BrainForce Plus or the BrainForce Ultra. Maximum energy, maximum focus. So if you got a big presentation at work, a final exam, you got to host a three-hour talk show, whatever the story is, TurboForce Plus and BrainForce Plus, InfoWarsStore.com is your source, and of course, it's your support there that keeps us on the air. All right, Sonny Hostin, always race-baiting, always bringing up how bad slavery was, always talking about how she's a victim of racism, and then she gets some interesting results from her DNA and genealogy tests. Uh, Sonny, it turns out you're actually from Europe, and your family own slaves. Wow. I'm 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 in a little bit in shock. I I just always thought of myself as Puerto Rican, you know, half Puerto Rican. <laughs> I didn't think I was uh my family was originally from Spain and slaveholders. <laughs> yeah. So how are you feeling, yeah. my friend? Um I just um, I think it's actually pretty interesting that um, my husband and I have shared roots. Yeah. So I, I do appreciate that. Um, and I think Wait, it's her husband's for white? Children mm -hmm. to know this information. 
um, I guess it's a fact of life that no. uh, this is how some people made their living Ooh. on the backs of others. Yeah. you Well, your family. Actually, specifically your family. <laughs> hey, look. We're not the people that sit here and say, if you own slaves, you're the worst person ever. If you're this color, skin color or that skin color, you owe people reparations or all this crap. That's you, Sonny. That's you. So, yeah, I am going to laugh. And uh, I'm going to laugh even harder, actually, because I happen to know my family genealogy as well. It's been traced back to the early 1600s. None of them own slaves. So, mm. so even my pasty white ass, no slave ownership in my family's history. But you, though. You, the liberal that wants reparations. You, the liberal that cries racism every time you go on air. Your family owns slaves. Ha! Slave owner. Sonny Hostin, the slave owner. Sounds good on her. And she starts, she starts clutching her pearls like, oh, gee, I, I didn't know that. Oh, crap. My whole on-air personality is spoiled now. Oh, how embarrassing. I'm a total fraud. I'm a total phony. Yeah, I like to think of myself as above that. I like to think of myself as better than everybody else. Turns out I'm not. Wow. A liberal getting a taste of reality. So so here she is, though, responding to this news when she goes on The View and, and trying to scoff it off with the host on The View. Guys, just roll these clips back to back. You know, I was really reluctant. I don't know how you felt when you did it, Whoopi, but I was really reluctant to do it. Because, because... you need to be a fraud. I just sensed that you there be could be something in my family. Pause it. This is actually history. perfect. This is actually perfect. I was reluctant to take it and find out because then it would be proven that I was a total fraud and a total phony. Oh, how rich. How perfect. The encapsulation of the liberal mind in one little clip. Oh, oh, Democrats, Democrat voters want to raise your taxes. Well, how about you pay more taxes? You want to pay my taxes? Well, of course not. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. I see. So you're all talk. You're just a total phony. Gotcha. Just like Sonny. So, so, but th that's the perfect response. And we'll start it from the beginning. It's like, well, yeah, I talk a big game and I have a big mouth, but, but really, I, I was afraid if, if the rubber met the road, that I would be exposed as a total fraud, a total phony. And then she tries to act righteous, like, but I did it anyway because I'm so brave and I'm so great that I just did it anyway, even though it risked exposing my entire my entire position politically on the air here as a phony position and a fraud position. I did it anyway because I'm still so much better than everybody else. Just incredible. I was reluctant. I was reluctant to take the test because I knew if I took the test, I would be exposed as a fraud. Exactly. That That is the entire left-wing ideology in a nutshell. They know it's all fake. They know men can't get pregnant. They know there's no such thing as a trans kid. They know the border is insecure. They're, they know there was no Trump-Russia collusion. They know everything they believe is a lie. That's why they won't debate. That's why they censor the opposition. That's why Sonny Hostin didn't want to take the test and expose herself. Because they know it's all a lie. And they use the lie to dominate you. And then when the truth comes out, they realize they no longer have the moral high ground. They no longer can dominate you. And here's Sonny Hostin admitting it again, play it from the top. You know, I was really reluctant. I don't know how you felt when you did it, Whoopi, but I was really reluctant to do it because... I just sensed that there could be something in my family history that would be um, disappointing. 
um, negative. Negative, yes. I thought I was going to have that kind of moment. And Skip had asked me to do it for a long time. And I finally decided to do it because I thought it'd be helpful for my children and my children's children to know what their yeah. real history so was. So they can you pay know? reparations But now? what I found out was that my mother's family, while um, they are Puerto Rican, they actually originate from Spain. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they moved to Puerto Rico is because the slave trade mm -hmm. had been sort of canceled in Spain and then Curacao so and then really they moved slavery. all of their slaves to Puerto Rico. They were hardcore and so slave the owners. The family business, I had been told that they were printers and journalists but they were in fact enslavers. Uh -huh. um, oh, and my tough. mother <laughs> so oh, fell over the audience. It was deeply disappointing. <laughs> At first, I was deeply disappointed. Um, the I still, slave thing is a bummer. It's a bummer. And I still believe in reparations, like, by whoa. the way, so y'all can stop texting me and emailing me and saying that I'm a white girl and that I don't deserve Yeah, pay your reparations then, white girl. That's, I still believe oh, that. Someone did that to you? Yeah. I don't know what? who sent her a thing telling her she was a white girl. Okay, it's, it's, it's too much, people. But clean off Let's see the makeup off. television screen. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a lot. So I, Let's I, see without the I, makeup. I still believe in reparations. I still believe this country has a lot to do in surgery. terms of racial justice. Um, and the fake hair. But what I will say, Sarah, to your question is that I feel that um, I'm enriched by knowing oh, that there it is. history. Yeah. I, I'm enriched. She's still and better I'm than enriched you. by Actually, knowing that my family has come so far from being enslavers to my mother marrying my father in 1968. Well, yeah. But only her, only she's better, only she's risen above it, not the other white people. Yes, the other white people. That's classic stuff right there. So so she'll sit on air and lambast slave owners and, and go about reparations and how everybody's a victim of slavery, but then she finds out that she descends from a family of hardcore enslavers. I mean, hardcore. They made it illegal in Europe, so she, her family went to Puerto Rico to keep their slaves and to enslave even more. And then she says, I'm still better than everybody else because I took the test. I'm still better than everybody else because I still stick to my laurels and I still demand reparations. But she won't pay them. How much money is Sonny Hostin worth? I want to see Sonny Hostin empty her bank account now and give it to all the victims of Puerto Rican slavery. I want Sonny Hostin to find all the slaves that her family owned and to give them all of her money tomorrow. I mean, you said you're for reparations, Sonny, so put your money where your mouth is. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. 
Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. It appears as if German lawyer Reiner Fulmich, who recognized the COVID crimes against humanity as early as 2020, has been set up. Fulmich was spearheading a project known as the Second Nuremberg and co-founded the Corona Investigative Committee. His committee consulted about 150 scientists and experts from around the world, as well as former employees of the World Health Organization. And their findings showed them that the COVID measures were the first steps in a plan to destroy regional economies in order to make populations dependent upon global supply chains and were intended to reduce the population and install a world government under the United Nations. The Corona Committee received a lot of donations, which they believed were not safe due to the recent history of bank accounts being seized by complicit governments. One million euros in gold was purchased and put in holding. To fund operations, both Reiner Fulmich and Vivian Fisher took out secured loans. At a time of grave risk for the money in our bank account, we decided to act immediately and we took money out of that account, both she and I did, in order to save it and keep it from such an attachment so that we would be able to continue with our work because had our account been attached, our bank account been attached, we wouldn't have been able to pay for the translators, for the IT, for the management, etc., etc. Reiner's loan was for 700,000 euros and was to be repaid with the proceeds from selling his home, all documented and agreed upon by the committee. Members of the Corona Committee met with a law firm in August of 2022 and filed criminal charges against Fulmich. Committee members Justice Hoffman, Marcel Templin, and Antonia Fisher claimed that Fulmich embezzled 700,000 euros, the loan that he officially took out. They claimed he was a violent anti-Semite and that if he were given the opportunity to comment before criminal proceedings began, they would not file the complaint. Two warrants were issued for his arrest from Germany and from the EU without Reiner's knowledge. Without an international arrest warrant, German and Mexican authorities illegally abducted Fulmich at the German embassy in Mexico. He was then flown to the Frankfurt airport where he was arrested and put in jail. International law experts are calling his arrest an illegal kidnapping. According to documented company plans, Fulmich's loan was to be repaid after the sale of his property. 
But the very same people that filed the complaint against Fulmic sabotaged this agreement. The contracts stated that the profits of the Fulmic property was to be transferred to a Fulmic account so that he could repay the loan. But the notary, who was sworn to be neutral and independent, instructed the buyers to transfer the 1.158 million euros into Marcel Templin's account, which made it impossible for Reiner to repay the loan. The loans were transparently agreed upon in written contracts. There was no secrecy, and the company was aware of the loans at all times. The evidence that proves this has been officially submitted to the court, who has chosen to ignore it and has muzzled the defense and ordered they not be allowed to mention it. The evidence shows that Hoffman, Templin, and the notary illegally obtained access to the profits of Fulmic's property. And not only is the court ignoring this evidence, they have summoned these same people as witnesses against Fulmic. The complaint states, Fulmic has also made himself liable to prosecution for embezzlement by purchasing the gold bars without the consent of the shareholders, obscuring their existence and possessing them for himself. But the purchase of the gold bars is also documented. They are in holding and can only be accessed with the signatures of both Reiner Fulmic and Vivian Fisher. This is shown in company documents, which were never given to the public prosecutor. But they have been submitted by the defense and are being ignored by the court. Furthermore, while the court froze Fulmic's accounts, they failed to freeze the 1.158 million euros in Marcel Templin's account, which is presumably still there and appears to be the payoff for this internal coup. The trial is happening now in Germany, and the plaintiff's sloppy accusations are beginning to fall apart. One reporter at the trial said, The case was totally destroyed, and one could only sit there in amazement. A journalist from Biddle TV said that Reiner will not only be released, but also compensated. The people who did this to him, in my opinion... You can find the full report on Band.video, Greg Reese's channel. Lots of great reports there. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. Because people loved it so much, they had such great effects, got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. I want him found. Not tomorrow, not after breakfast. Now. Yes, sir. Well, what? Man up and vanished like a fart in the wind. Nothing left but damn rocks on a windowsill. And that cupcake on the wall. What say there, fussy britches? This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. One big damn conspiracy! And everyone's in on it!
unveiling the truth behind the globalist curtain. Welcome to the War Room. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you now an incredible story. Well, I'm not going to bring it to you. The individual who's been targeted by the U.S. government, Dexter Taylor, known as Carbon Mike, is going to bring you the story. I'm going to bring him on air to tell the story. But this story should be shocking, appalling, and worrisome for many reasons. And 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 I was lucky enough because I just am constantly scrambling looking for talk show hosts to listen to and follow. I saw him on with Kim Iverson when he was telling the story. And so I'm sure he's told the story many times. So I apologize for asking him for this redundancy. But we just need to bring the story to the air. Dexter Taylor, he's also known as Carbon Mike. You can find him on Twitter. We just put it up on the screen at Future Radiocast, Carbon Mike. Give him a follow there, and then I'm going to tell you why you should support his legal fund. But first, uh, Dexter, why don't you just tell the story? Because your story is so important as to how our freedoms are being attacked, specifically our Second Amendment. But But to me, this goes even beyond the Second Amendment. This is saying that you as a private American citizen, really have no privacy. You have no right to privacy. You have no right to innovate, whether it's with a gun or with an experimental technology or anything. They're going to clamp down on you. But, but Dexter, tell your story and what you're dealing with right now for, for your defense of your Second Amendment. Sure. Uh, and by the way, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, so... Again, my name is Dexter Taylor. I'm a lifelong New Yorker. Um, grew up in a working class family. My dad was a construction worker. He was a carpenter. Um, and uh, my mom was a registered nurse. Um, I've been in the software business for 30 years this year. Taught myself to write C++ code back in the early 90s and got my first job in the industry in 1994. Um Let's see. I'm a licensed amateur radio operator, technician class. Um, I'm a tinkerer, shade tree mechanic. I'm sitting right here in the control room of my recording studio, uh, switching yard sounds in Brooklyn. And uh, a few years ago, I became interested in gunsmithing. Um, I saw people online who were uh, buying 80% receivers, machining them to completion and adding parts and coming up with finished weapons. And I was hooked. Right. Because, you know, I was uh, kind of the quintessential nerdy kid growing up. I loved rifles and, and tanks and fighter planes and what have you. So when I saw uh, the people were doing this, I was like, this is very cool. Um, so I started buying legal parts online under my own name. Um, and I built, you know, a handful of Glock pistols, maybe six or seven Glock pistols. And then I moved on to rifles and I made eight AR style rifles uh, seven of which were AR-15s, one which would, one of which was an AR-10. And um, I was really thinking about uh, kind of starting my second career, bringing my expertise as a software engineer, as a data guy to weapon science. So I developed some, um, I was developing products and, and uh, uh, experimental theories for weapons tuning. We could talk about that later. Cyclic energy flow and DACA and, um, and Drift 360. Anyway, in April of 2022, I was raided by a joint NYPD ATF task force. And, um, yeah, they came and broke my door down. Um, 
carted me off to Rikers where I spent a week and ransacked my house, took uh, all my weapons, obviously, and many of my tools and uh, were fighting the case. So let's let's go into the weeds in this now. You have sure. any violent crime history, any criminal history at all? No, sir. Squeaky clean criminal record. By the way, I should I should add that at the time I was raided, I was a member in good standing of my local gun range, uh, West Side Rifle and Pistol Range in Manhattan. So I had passed their criminal background check. Um, uh, and um, in <laughs> the prosecutor in my case, in response to one of our filings, the prosecutor in my case said, Mr. Taylor should have applied for a permit because he would have passed the good moral character test. So don't take my word for it <laughs> that I'm a good guy. Take the prosecutor's word for it. He said it in writing, right? So, um, so yeah, squeaky clean record, no trouble with the law. The police aren't coming to my house. Um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of a hermit. Um, and, and also importantly, we should say this too, like online in the online world, because it's only recently that I kind of merged my kind of carbon mic identity with my real identity and went, went public in that way. But in all the time I've been online, um, doing conservative commentary and podcasts and interviews and so on and so forth. Um, I've never said anything that would make an ordinary non-Second Amendment enthusiast say, this guy probably shouldn't have weapons or be around weapons. Do you know what I'm saying? So squeaky clean, above board. Uh, also, at the time I was rated, I had signed up. I had subscribed to Rocket FFL because, again, I wanted to see how I could turn this into my second career and do what I was doing quietly and privately as a profession, right? So, and when I say quietly and privately, I mean, I never advertised guns. I never took pictures and posted them online. I never talked about gunsmithing. I never bragged about it. I never spoke to anyone in real life about buying or selling or otherwise transferring or dispersing any weapons or any gunsmithing services. And the state of New York should know this because at the time I was raided, they seized my uh, daily computer, my regular desktop. They seized my work laptop, never returned them. They seized my phone. They cloned my phone um, and th they seized my credit cards, never returned those either and subpoenaed my email records. So the state of New York knows that everything I was doing, I was doing 100% above board and again, I never did anything to, uh, how can you say, to 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 violate or to to challenge civic order and the peace of my neighborhood. So, yeah. What is the official crime that you're being accused of? Uh, there are many charges on the indictment. There are thirty some odd charges on the indictment, but mostly it boils down to what, uh, what they call criminal weapons possession. Right. And again, this wasn't carrying weapons around in the street or in my car and getting stopped. Remember, this these weapons never left my house. Right. So um, it's it's mostly criminal weapons possession. There is some weird talk on there about assault weapons. Um, as far as I understand, a rock is an assault weapon if you throw it at someone. I know what an assault rifle is. The Army has a specification for what an assault rifle is. I never made one. Um, but I did make, like I said, I made eight uh, AR-style rifles. So mostly felony weapons possession. It boils down to I did not ask the state of New York for permission to manufacture and keep weapons in my home. 
So would it be fair to say that the state of New York then does not believe you have a Second Amendment? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, uh, you know, I remember when the Bruin, ah, you got a picture of my, you got a picture of my massive arsenal. <laughs> That's the, I don't know if your viewers can see this, but there's a picture of my massive arsenal. That's, and so it that's appears, the, uh, it appears, <laughs> I guess there's about seven or uh, excuse me, about um, 14, 15 guns there. And, and is, that's each, right. is each one of them y- your own crafted materials there or? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All they're made. The ones, um, uh, you, you already dissolved from that, but yeah, the, I, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, Let's see, that's Alpha, yeah, Alpha, Switchblade, Ranger, Wildcat, um, Epic, Scarab. The ones with the two weird Halo-looking uh, stocks are Epic and Scarab. Uh, and Diana and Mars. Mars is the big one with the bipod. That's that's a takedown AR-10 hunting rifle. So you can actually that there's a there's a, an attachment on there you, uh, uh, from a Cry Havoc Tactical, so you can remove the barrel and fold the stock and carry it uh, to the ranger or you know uh, on, your hunt, hunt, on your hunting trip in a backpack. Yeah. So you're purchasing. They're they're saying you purchased ten thousand dollars worth of. I'm guessing those are lowers that you purchase, and then do you 3D print the rest of the material? Never used my 3D printer. They seized it, but I never used it. Um, uh, but so it, it was all 80% receivers, which I machined to completion. I had a jig and all that stuff and, uh, and then added my parts, you know, trigger groups and barrels and shrouds and so on and so forth. So did they assume you were using the 3D printer and that's why they confiscated that as well? I'm, pre- I didn't ask them, but I'm pretty sure. Huh. Yeah. That's a little and interesting. And there's also, yeah, there, and there's also some weird slander baked into the New York state laws. So for example, if you, if you hold a, if you have a certain kind of weapon in your possession, then um they they automatically pile on intent to use like like they they define uh possession of a weapon in your house as intent to use it period right? well it, well it also um, sounds so like yeah. you're a victim of a, a typical prosecutorial uh practice is where they drastically overcharge in hopes that they can get you to work down to a plea so that they can keep their conviction rate high well they offered me a plea Right. I mean, the, all the charges against me uh, total up to about 18 years in prison. Right. Um, they offered me a plea deal. They offered eight years instead. Yeah. Pretty. That's kind of what I said. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they offered me a plea deal for eight years instead of 18. I turned them down flat because as far as I'm concerned and as far as my legal team is concerned, this is a civil rights matter. Absolutely. Right? Um, and and right? this you know, is like this is a case that I mean, New York is one of the worst places for gun ownership. I think that this makes it clear but this is a case that, I mean, quite frankly, I see this case and I, and I see this is a case for my Second Amendment. This isn't not just about sure. Dexter Taylor. This is a, this is a That's case correct. for my Second Amendment as well. And so just to go back one more thing before we talk about sure. the case, when sure. they say you needed to get a permit, what what is the permit they're talking about? I'm not sure. You'd have to ask my attorney for the for the legal minutiae and that, but I'm not sure. And and I, it's. That's one of the things that mystifies me. Like, is New York State saying that in order to manufacture weapons in the traditional way in my home, I have to ask the state for permission? Because if that's what they're saying, well, I mean, that's kind of interesting, right? Because then that's, then that makes that, that seems to me that what they're saying is the Second Amendment doesn't protect a right, it protects a privilege, right? If I have to ask, I mean, the right to free speech is a right. So you don't have to ask New York State for permission to speak your mind, right? Freedom of conscience is a right. 
you don't have to ask the permission, the, excuse me, the state's permission to declare for Christ. So it's odd to me that New York State is asserting that, yes, if you want to have weapons in your home, you must ask us for permission to manufacture those weapons. Um, I noticed on, on one of the things you brought up, there was some some mention of so-called ghost guns. I prefer the term traditional guns, right, because there's obviously nothing ghostly about an 80 percent uh, receiver that's been manufactured into a firearm. Um, there's nothing that there's nothing about an unserialized receiver that prevents police from effectively investigating any crimes committed with that weapon. Right. Um, so, again, we, we understand. Um, it, look, since I left the left and kind of became conservative, I've 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 understood a lot of things about how people who are going after people's Second Amendment rights, how they argue, how they talk, uh, the pictures they paint. Um, it's 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 a basically a fear-based picture. We get that. Um, but it's especially this case, to me, one of the interesting aspects of this case is that, um, is that uh, uh, well, New York State is a Democratic state, um, and New York City is a Democratic-run, I should say Democratic-run state, New York City is a Democratic-run city, Okay. Um, now, I am of no political party. I'm a politically homeless conservative. But it's interesting to me that, for example, uh, uh, people on the left are always telling people who look like me that uh, that um, there are murderous white people right all across the landscape disguised as rocks and trees and bushes waiting <laughs> to jump out. At the nearest, at the next provocation. Yeah, look out! You might and, turn a and corner and, uh, and one of these neo white nationalists jumps out to what shoot you. you. <laughs> what are you doing here? You know, like right. So, um, so so they're fond of saying that, right? Um, so then, if that's if that's what you think, all up and down the. I mean, the president said it, right? So if that's what you think, right? If you think there's murderous white people everywhere. And they pose an enormous threat to domestic safety and to my health and well-being and that of my family and my community and so on and so forth. Why would you then go out of your way to defy the Supreme Court and to contravene the highest law in the land in order to disarm me? I think that's odd. Well, I'd like to carry on with that. Because, but there's sure. two there's two issues where I kind of want to go with this. One is, sure. let, let's maybe just put that aside for a second, and then and then retrace our steps. Because yeah. the other issue I find with this is this is so Orwellian and so Big Brother. I, I mean, I guess I would lead lead into this by saying, how did the government even know that you were building weapons in your home? But but then I would say whether you're building weapons or maybe you're trying to make a new energy conductor or a new waterproofer, it's like, so what? Are you not allowed to invent? Are you not allowed to build? Are you not allowed to innovate? I mean, to me, this is the government coming in and saying, oh, no, 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 no entrepreneurialism, no invention, no ingenuity. We're shutting this down. Right. That's right. Um, well, so this is a very good question. How did the government track me down? Well, the ATF has been going around to different parts manufacturers, uh, including manufacturers of 80% receivers, right? And demanding their customer lists, right? Give me that list or I'll raid you into bankruptcy, right? And um, some number of them complied. Then ATF would go around to different cities around the country and with essentially a hit list, like get this guy, get this guy, get this guy. That's what happened. 
Now, what about your privacy rights, though? I mean, were, were those not violated here? <laughs> I would have thought so. <laughs> yeah, but again, you know, the, these... Uh, yeah, here we I are mean, talking about rights like we still have them, yeah. <laughs> well, look, I mean, here, here's the thing. It's Yeah, I mean, they don't care about privacy. But, but this, this is important to say, right? They don't care about privacy rights. They also don't care about public safety because that's that's usually those are usually the grounds on which people who want to kind of take away rights and give privileges that those are the, when it comes to the Second Amendment. That's what they usually say. Right. It's, it's a safety. It's a public safety thing. But remember, this is New York City. This is the same city in which a handful of people physically assaulted police officers, kicked the hell out of two cops on camera, and walked. No bail. Remember, I stayed in Rikers for a week. My bail was almost a quarter million dollars. My that's insane. Never committed a violent crime. Right. Never. Exactly. And and remember, lifelong New Yorker. I, I moved away to go to school, came back in 1994. I've lived in Brooklyn for, uh, well, since 1994. You know, I've had exactly three different addresses um, living on my own. Uh, in Brooklyn, right? So I, and of course my family is here, my daughter's here, so on and so forth. So there we go, right? Um, that apparently the, the, the individuals who did this, um, having few or no community ties were apparently not a flight risk, but those I, are eight, that's eight illegal immigrants that I would say with, with utmost confidence that are also gang affiliated. Which is why they decided to beat that police officer. That's that's gang code. If one of your other members is in a fight with cops, you have to jump in, or sometimes you have to beat a cop to get initiated. So that's 100% illegal immigrant gang initiation behavior there. And they walked. You, a law-abiding citizen that never committed a violent crime, spends a week on Rikers Island because your privacy and your Second Amendment was violated. Correct. And again, uh, you know, very high bail, almost a quarter million dollars. My parents had to put their house up to get me out. Wow. And and, you know, we're fighting this case. I'm facing 18 years for all the charges against me again, never having hurt anyone, never having so much as raised a weapon, you know, never having so much as brandished a weapon is what I'm trying to say. By contrast, do you remember the summer of love? Remember that you remember when these two people, uh, I think it was a husband and wife couple or whatever. Uh, tossed a Molotov cocktail, a lip Molotov cocktail. Yeah, that's right. The Democrat Southern Poverty Law Center attorneys. That's right. Okay. Now, okay. Now, how much, how much time did they do? Do you remember? I was believe they got years? sentenced. Or was it a, I, I think they got sentenced piece? to two years, but they got it b- brought down. There you go. There you go. Right. So ended up doing about a year apiece. Right. So, I mean, that's what I mean. So going back to what I said before, like, you know, when they say that they're doing these things in uh, uh, out of concern for public safety, um, it's well, it's difficult for a reasonable person to believe them because, <laughs> I mean, well. that's that's no, no, that's not why you, you know it, they're doing it because they want people to be defenseless and because um, all bureaucracies seek to justify to expand and to justify themselves and scared defenseless people are um are the ultimate justification for the intrusive state, right? But for a larger bureaucracy, for more law enforcement. Um, and so that's, I think, why they're doing it. They're in an ideological pocket, you know. Um, well, so I'd like to get further into the political issues on this in the next segment. Sure. Sure. Uh, but I would say that your your case is truly a landmark case. There, there's been a couple similar cases and and fortunately, they've actually turned out good for the individual in, in, in your defense. 
but this is certainly a landmark case. They're trying to make a precedent right now to say that you can't be a gunsmith, you can't be a private gun uh, inventor, innovator, whatever, and, and they want to basically, I believe, make an example out of you. Whether you end up spending 18 years in prison or you work your way to a plea and stay out of prison, they want to make an example out of you and get the precedent to say, if you do what Dexter Taylor tried to do, then you're going to jail, you're getting charged, that's illegal. And um I'm not... I mean, look, I can't stop them, right? I can't stop them from, I mean, basically they're functioning, um, how can I say? They're functioning under a philosophy of might makes right, right? So, I mean, look, Kathy, look, and I'm not, this is not some weird, creepy inference that I'm making, right? Kathy Hochul said it, the governor of New York, did she, didn't she say it? When the Bruin ruling came down, the Bruin decision, what did she say? Right? She said, we, we don't like that decision. And we're not going to abide by it because we don't like it. We don't like the Second Amendment. It, it 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 makes us nervous, and so we're going to do our own thing. What did Mayor Adams say? What did His Honor say? Didn't he say that? Well, if if we allow, if we respect people's Second Amendment rights, that it'll turn New York into the wild, wild west. Didn't he say that publicly? But but then didn't he turn around sometime later and say uh, New York's a sanctuary city? So, so on the one hand, the mayor, uh, the mayor, uh, uh, claims to be concerned about the quote unquote wild, wild west, right? Um, and on the other hand, he seems to have no problem or seemed to have no problem inviting all the problems of the wild, wild south and the wild, wild east to the streets of New York City. So which is it? Well, and imagine and, you know, they'll the, the, put up yeah. they'll put up signs that say "gun-free zone." That that's not going to stop any criminal from carrying a gun. And then they'll mm-hmm. raid your house and take your guns. A law-abiding citizen, Dexter Taylor, is my guest. His case is landmark setting, and, and we need to help him win this. We'll be right back. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarsstore.com. Or triple A two five three three one three nine. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening. 
today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years. Because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we got... 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. The beacon of truth in a world of deceit. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer. Our guest here is Dexter Taylor, a.k.a. Carbon Mike. And I guess he was forced to go public with his identity because of this attack on him by law enforcement. You need to support his legal fund, Dexter Taylor 2A Legal Fund. This is truly a landmark case. And 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 I'm just speaking for myself. I mean, my, my philosophy with this case is that it's not about is is Dexter Taylor innocent or guilty of the charges. The, the charges shouldn't even exist. Uh, Dexter Taylor is a is a victim here. Dexter Taylor has a second amendment. I don't care what laws Democrats in New York write to claim you're a criminal. They're illegal. So no, Dexter Taylor is the victim of criminals and gun grabbers and Democrats in New York. It's not about innocent or guilty of the charges. And I hope that the jury and the judge see that in this landmark case. Truly, it will be a landmark case. And by the way, thanks to the Republicans, George Santos no longer in the House. They, they, they voted to boot him out. They won't vote out the Democrats that are corrupt, but they'll vote out their own. And now it looks like a gun-grabbing Democrat, Tom Susie, might be taking that post. So you'll have another anti-gun Democrat in Congress, thanks to Republicans. 
But that's another story. I do want to get into some of the politics here with Dexter Taylor, a.k.a. Carbon Mike, and he was mentioning this before. And and you mentioned the irony of Democrats telling black people, look out, there's a white nationalist around every corner hunting you down, but then they disarm you. Um, but before we kind of get into that angle of this, you, you said that you left the left. Earlier you had said you left the left. Do you feel more that you left the left or that the left left you? <laughs> um, good question. I, um, I mean, I mean, the left certainly, the left certainly became crazier, uh, in, in recent memory, right? But I actually, I actually don't think the left left me. I think, I think I became, I think I became conservative because I started really strongly identifying with things I've always known. Do you know what I'm saying? In other words, look, I grew up, I grew up in working class black America, right? Um, working class black America is staunchly conservative, right? It's like my family. I mean, I didn't, and, and at the time when I was a kid, I didn't understand that that's what that was called. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, right. Well, and, and like that's part of the were, reason hmm? why Republicans or conservatives, they struggle with messaging. And yes, while sir. the Democrats do better at that, and so, I mean, that's when people ask, and I like the way you said it, you're a conser- you're politically homeless, but you're a conservative, because what is sure. conservatism in the year 2024? It's really just common sense. That's right. It's, a, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a way of looking at the world. I mean, I like, I like what's his name, uh, um, the late, uh, Roger Scruton's quote about conservatism. It's, it's a worldview that, that is, is found, is based on gratitude. Like you start with gratitude, you know? And look, when you start with gratitude, you can still change things. <laughs> you know, you can still say, hey, this is wrong. This needs to be changed. But, you know, um, I, I wrote um, I wrote a long time ago uh, on, on my, you know, for the Foundation of Society that um, that uh, civilization civilization is a house that's always uh, falling down and always being built. Right. And so there's always you also have to change something. You may have to demolish something. You may have to alter something. But. But this structure that kind of shelters all of us has to strike a balance between between uh, uh, continuity and adaptability, right? And so I think the, the the conservative mindset at least acknowledges that, and that's a very important acknowledgement. You know, like look, when I was a kid, like I told you, my dad was a construction worker. When I was a kid, we bought our first house, and it was this kind of what they call a handyman special. It was like this ramshackle, boarded up old house. That's what we could afford it, right? And um, and I watched I watched my dad gut and rebuild that house from the inside out, room by room. You know what I'm saying? And and so what, when I left the left, um, you know, I just start, I didn't I didn't jump start listening to Fox News because I kind of hated them too. But I just started reading. And writing and talking to people and thinking and kind of like getting back in touch with my working class roots. And I remembered, I remembered, uh, being a kid and, and having a hammer and being like, okay, I'm going to help you do demolition. And my dad saying, well, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a bearing wall. This is, you can't just knock this. We can't, we can't just knock this wall down. It's holding up the ceiling. This wall has a plumbing riser in it. This wall has electrical in it, right? Like, um, and, and, after I kind of became a conservative, I remembered that. I remembered how, like, you have to be, 
careful about the things you alter because you're never sure what else they're holding up. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I think and, and, I understand so, where you're going with this. I mean, my yeah. my translation would be like, hey, if you alter or you destroy the Second Amendment, that's a cornerstone of our civilization. The whole house is right. going to come down. Right, exactly. And I, I think I think the, the apparently the liberal or progressive mindset, whatever you call it today, seems to think that it can just that it can just, you know, flip switches and turn knobs and change things and get rid of things altogether. And there'll be no repercussions that you, you won't. You, and and so respect for existing structure, that's part of conservatism. Again, respect for sometimes structures have to be changed. I'm a black American. You don't have to tell me that sometimes things need to be changed. But um, but again, this respect for the sacred, this respect for what is there, this this acknowledgement, you have to move carefully and start with gratitude. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I think I think um, not. I think I know for a fact that there's a huge reservoir of conservative sentiment in working class black America. I'm not talking about the media hacks who work for CNN or whatever other network. I'm talking about in in neighborhoods like the one I live in now, you know, working class black and Latino uh, neighborhoods. By the way, when I came home from Rikers, you know, one of the things I did was I went around and talked to my neighbors and I told them what happened to me. And they're all mad at the government. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. uh, some of them were like, well, don't they know who you are? Don't know what kind of person you are, what kind of neighbor you are? It's like, mm, I guess not. <laughs> so, well, they don't care. So, um, yeah. Yeah, they don't care. Exactly. They don't care. And they, and this is uh, that's what I wanted to mention. I'm sorry I'm all over the place. But, you know, look, here's another thing that lefties are telling us all the time. They're always telling they, they want to say that everything is white supremacy. Everything is systemic racism except gun control. And gun control is really when you think about it, it's the only aspect of of systemic racism. That lefties are not just okay with, but want more of. Well, I actually had this down in my notes, and you already went there. You know, people forget the NRA, uh, a lot of its founding was to protect black Americans from the KKK, which, you know, Democrats, Correct. so you could just say Democrats. Correct. So, I mean, that that's kind of the historical aspect of this. And But it's like you said, if you don't know your history, now now you're sitting here and everything gets reversed, Right. So everything gets reversed. So the Second Amendment in, in modern history, which was used to protect black Americans from, from racism when that was going on and when it would actually – when white supremacy was a threat with the NRA and right. other groups, now the Democrats are saying, oh, no, that didn't exist, and now the Second Amendment is white supremacy. Right, exactly. Well, you know, I, I would just say my, own, my only pushback would be it wasn't there to protect us from racism – we never cared about racism because racism is how someone else feels about you. And like, I don't care about how someone feels about me. It was to protect us from people going kinetic on us, right? From violence, that is to say. And the thing is, another thing, you know, counter to another lefty trope, like words are not violence. Violence is violence, right? And so again, this is, this is another reason why I'm, um, although I, I don't want to be here, <laughs> that is in the middle of this case. I never wanted to be here. I never wanted to be a, a, a an activist in this sense. You probably never and thought I, you would I, either. I never that exactly, and I certainly never had any intention of getting into a pissing contest with the state of New York. I'm not stupid, um, just hard headed, right? But um, but now that I'm here, I just want everyone to pay attention to this. That you know, that's like I I can't, you know, like I put it this way the future is uncertain right and i may go down to defeat in this one case but if i do whether i do or not put it that way i want everyone to pay attention 
and and this is that's why I'm so thankful to people like you. Um, oh, well, as soon as I heard your story, I knew I had to get you on. I'm out of time this segment, but let's, let's uh, yeah. come back and let you get sure. your, your, make, make your final statement about why this is so important. Cause I completely agree. And, and when I first heard you with Kim Iverson, I was like, how have I not heard about this? Every, every conservative radio talk show host needs to have you on the air telling your story. You should have hundreds of thousands of dollars from the NRA to defend it. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar, does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. The eugenicists, over a hundred years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times.
said, I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, final segment here of the Infowars War Room, election headquarters. My guest, Dexter Taylor. We have his legal fund there on Give, Send, Go. Good thing you chose Give, Send, Go, by the way. The other ones would probably kick you off. It might be easier for you to go follow him on Twitter to find a link there at Carbon Mike Future Radiocast. At Future Radiocast, Carbon Mike is his name on Twitter, and he's got the link posted there. Uh, we, we were cut short before the break, but but what would you say, if anything, you've learned from this? What would you say your purpose for making this stand, standing up for your rights, deciding to go down this legal path? Go ahead and, and just kind of 